You know, Chris, you're an evangelist and a teacher. You probably have a lot of books. I, I, yes. Um, don't ask my wife, but I have a lot of books. <laughs> I just moved to a new parish. <laughs> I have too many books. Yeah. I get told all the time I can't buy new books. So, But, you know, the church, there are certain guidelines when it comes to approving certain books that are recognized for teaching Catholic doctrine. Mm-hmm. Uh, this morning, we're glad to be joined by Father Mark Steffel from the Diocese of New Ulm, and we're going to talk about what this is, what, what it is to have an approved text that comes to us through this 2,000-year tradition of the church, carrying forth doctrine. Uh, Father Mark, are you with us? I'm with you. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for being on with us. Uh, tell us about yourself and what you do for the Diocese of New Ulm. Sure. Well, I've been a priest for 14 years. Uh, I served in a very small rural diocese, Minnesota, the Diocese of New Ulm. spent uh, about six years ago to get a degree in canon law. And, uh, so I'm the judicial vicar. I handle uh, things relating to the marriage that I do in the Diocese of New Ulm. In the cases that we have, I also uh, the bishop with other things that come up relating to canon bonds for a small diocese uh, that uh, a lot of us wear a lot of different hats at different times. So it's just uh, lots of things that uh, relate to canon law that a lot of times we as Catholics don't even realize where they come from. We just do them. And, uh, the Church has a long history of having law that governs the way we do things, responsibility to bishops or parish priests. Rights and obligations that the, that the people who make up the church have, the way parishes function, all of those kind of things are uh, under what canon law is. And, uh, it's a very interesting field to, to know about and study. And uh, as I said, yeah, just a lot of things that people see the church do and the way we do things that they maybe not don't realize where they come from. Father Mark, we want to talk to you today about the Church's approval of books and textbooks. And, uh, you know, the, the Church has certain canon laws, as you've described, in, in, church, in charge of governance and promulgation of certain practices. What's the process of a book getting approved by the Church, and what can you help our listeners understand about that? Uh, so, yeah, the, the process uh, comes usually when somebody asks, to have a, a book that they've written, mostly on topics of faith and morals, particularly for teaching and catechesis, uh, that uh, would be uh, approved in an official way so that people who would be looking at the book or the text would know that it's something that uh, is uh, approved and is the right teaching uh, that can be taught to other people. So usually a bishop is the one who receives that request. To, uh, to have that, that book uh, received, uh, that official recognition. And it's usually found in the inside cover of, uh, of the book. Uh, open a, a religious book um, on the topic of the church. It's something that's in an intermodern, which is the Latin word meaning letting it be published. Uh, and uh, after it's been looked at by somebody delegated by the bishop. Is there ever circumstances, Father Mark, where a book is not approved, and how do you go about notifying someone that that, that this book has particular problems or uh, issues that need to be corrected? 
So uh, the person who uh, is receiving that uh, permission or that recognition, of course, is asking for that because they want it to be recognized. But there might be, in the case, in certain cases, something that's written that, that the person who was an expert in theology was very problematic or very confusing. So the bishop is Hey, Father. Need, uh, that permission. Mm-hmm. Father, Father Mark, we're having a hard time hearing you. Okay. Is it, I, uh, just sorry about that. I just kind of wanted to make sure we heard everything that you're trying to tell us. And so thanks for tuning in on yeah. Real Presence Live. Uh, my name is Father Tim Smith. I'm with Chris Euler. And this morning we okay. have Father Mark Steffel for the Diocese of New Ulm, a canon lawyer and judicial vicar. And we're talking about imprimatur and getting a book that's approved by the church father mark just explained to us that if there is a problematic thing in a, in a book that we can uh really that that would be communicated to the author and they could uh get something you know addressed and changed to make it doctrinally correct mm-hmm. and so father uh let's say i wanted to write a book okay can, I, can anyone get a book approved by the church any anybody can get a book approved, but usually it's that you did request that just on matters that relate to the teaching of the faith, the faith, faith and morals. Okay. Mm-hmm. But so, uh, usually, then you write your own bishop, the, the bishop of the diocese, where the book is going to be published or where the book is written, in order to get that. So it's not just that you write any bishop, but you write your own bishop because in a diocese, he's the one who's responsible for everything that comes under the official teaching of the church. All right. Well, thank you. Yeah. And then why is it why is it necessary to have books approved? Well, the church would see it as just a safeguarding, uh, kind of a sort of a, a the church or ecclesiastical seal of approval uh, that, that that approval would be given so that people would know so that they don't have to wonder whether this is really what the church authentically teaches and the way that it's being taught. And how helpful that is, and we can see practical matters in our daily life. We, If I look at the gas pump, I see there's some agency that regulates to make sure it has the right octane or the right mix between ethanol and gas. Mm-hmm. Or if I look in the drugstore, there's all sorts of FDA regulations or uh, the American Dental Association or whatever the case may be. But things that are most important, the truth of the faith, which is given to us by Jesus in the, in the life of the church, guarded by uh, the, the See of St. Peter, that it would be you know, proclaimed as true and that we can have that assurance as members of the church. Father Mark, there are also at times I've seen prayers that have imprimaturs. Have you ever had to give a certain prayer or anything uh, imprimatur or an approval for the matters of faith and morals? Yeah, they can be given. I guess in, in our diocese, nobody's ever requested those, um, but the, there are often times, especially relating to prayers perhaps for uh, some local saint or local individual whose cause for canonization is somehow in progress, that, hmm. that a prayer could be composed and, and the bishop would give his official 
published or to be used in his own area. Oh, cool. Well, thanks, Father. Is there anything mm-hmm. else you'd like to add about um, the approval of books or any of the work that you do in your diocese? Well, uh, the, there was a good parallel, you know, regarding the approval of books that we give to all of these other things that, that we see all around us that have official approvals, like going to the gas station and making sure that what you're receiving is, is what you're paying for. And, and all of these are just assurances to make our lives easier. Sometimes the, the Church is very wrongly... Uh, of making up rules or having processes, but they're all about protecting the rights of people so that so that they can know what is the faith and know where to find it and know that they're not doing anything that, that is a contradiction to, to what they're trying to accomplish. So that's, uh, that's all I can think of, I guess. Right, and all the truth that is proclaimed because of the love of Jesus Christ. Exactly. And, and then one last thing, Father Mark, would you... Uh, for anybody who is too anxious about getting their book published, you know, uh, any words of encouragement to tell them to slow down and just go through the process? Would, uh, mm-hmm. would you kind of let them know about a time frame, how long that something like that might take? Yeah, it's not, a, it's not meant to be a scary process at all. It's just meant to be a, you know, a process to start the truth. And this, I suppose, depends on the diocese and the person who's in charge of responsible by the bishop to read these documents or things that are that are put uh, put together and to get back and write a report on it so the bishop can can act accordingly but in most dioceses I would imagine it goes pretty quickly because uh, of course there's a need to, to respond and respond in a, in a way that that people would be able to, to print something or know that it's approved so um, I guess it would depend on the diocese but I can't imagine it would take a long time and it's all starts by just writing, sending a letter to the bishop, and asking for the process to start. Thank you, Father Mark, for the work you do in defending the truth, to upholding the faith, to helping correct challenges, whether it's on the marriage tribunal or, or canon law and, and working in the church. Your work is oftentimes unseen, but it's certainly felt in the life of the church in Nuam, but also throughout the world, I'm, I'm confident. So thank you, Father Mark, for joining us today to talk about this topic. All right, and thank you for your work and evangelization, too. God bless you. Thanks, okay, Father. you too.